Hi ho, lops and tops aficionados, and welcome to Saturday. We have fun, adventure, and alcohol for you. I'm your host, Tom, joined by... Kerry. (laughs) (laughs) I love the energy you brought to that, Kerry. Incredible. Really went to keep the vibes going. I was not expecting him to just point his fingers at me like that. Off the rails. I was thinking... (laughs) He said alcohol for us. Does that mean there's alcohol for me as well? We're drinking on this recording. <laughs> you can tell we've all had like a nice big sleep. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. who else is here? Please, talk. if you don't say Kerry, then Kerry has to say, hi, it's Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's a different format entirely to the one we've been going off. You threw me. It was like last episode, if you hear it, you've got Morgan and I who just go, hello. Oh, and then yeah. there's you two, which are like, hi, hi hey, it's always yeah. what's up. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, are contrast. we starting again or is this the episode? <laughs> no, this is, we're keeping this in. Who okay, else is yeah. here? Who, Who else, else is here? here? <laughs> hello, is that someone at the door? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, Alex. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> I just introduced this myself. This <laughs> That's how I need to walk into rooms from now on. Hi, it's Alex. <laughs> Just canned laughter and applause in the background as you arrive in. Right. Who's that crawling in the window? (laughs) Hello, I'm Chloe and I'm I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) And what's that bubbling up from the toilet? (laughs) Why did you lock me in there? (laughs) It's me, Morgan. Hi. You're the problem, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) What a... I thought you were just... (laughs) What a start to part two. Yeah, that was oh, the smoothest. This yeah. is why I'm only <laughs> let, allowed to introduce one a Literally, year. Literally, the minute Tom was like, I could introduce this, I'm like, well, I'll see how this goes. <laughs> you said that. I, I, I said, off the rails we go. <laughs> I had every faith in him, but actually you were right. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I, I, I don't point, think... How hard is it to go clockwise around the room well, saying you, your fucking name? You broke the format. You can say, I'm joined by, and then we can say our names, but... <laughs> Are we taking this from the top? No, absolutely not. We can cut that bit out. Yeah. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. So first thing Saturday, hangovers. How was everyone in the morning? I was quite groggy. I was fine because I'm um, both sensible and... um, Don't fucking lie. Your head was fucking... You were fine fine because you didn't drink at the boar's head and have that cider. (laughs) You you keep getting... I was hungover on Friday. Saturday, I oh, was yes, all right. Sorry. Saturday, I was fine because I got it all out my system on Thursday. True, true. Now, I woke true. up, I was actually pretty, pretty good. Got the fire on, got some bacon and sausages on there. We came back for some sausage more sausages quest. and bacon. Sausage Quest Part 2, Quest. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, did I scramble around your campsite for kindling on yes, Saturday? Yes, probably. I feel I, I, like you con- were there at least four times. Continuing the legacy of Alex having used all my kindling. Uh, <laughs> I had to wander over to the Jackdaws, grab some kindling. But yeah, it was so nice to have just like a hot breakfast just oh, before it's a time game in. Yeah. Um, even though I did have like a panicked having to gird up uh, because I'd spent so long making breakfast, but it was nice to have just like a few yeah. packets of bacon before time in. To be fair, we had to rush a bit because we were on monstering that morning. So, mm. Yeah, but you were doing the EMU, was it? Yeah, I, oh, I'm an EMU convert now. Just getting up that half an hour earlier to get some nicer kit and go with the same unit every time is it, a big game changer, I think. It was quite funny because um, the jackdaws are... Had um, offered to make me sausages, and because I'm a vegan, they had to do mine first, and they ran out of time to make their sausages. So only I got sausages. <laughs> <laughs> only the vegan gets sausage. So what did you go to the Sentinel Gate at all? Uh, not on the Saturday. Um, the first thing didn't have I to did, see any Dornish scum off. That's a shame. First thing I did was toddle off to Dawn to quickly give you your potions before you went into battle. Did you give my potions Saturday morning? Yeah, I've got it in my notes. I think I said it was Friday, ah, but I wasn't sure. Okay. Um, but no, it was definitely first thing on Saturday morning because I ran off to Viridian. Gave him his potions, and because he'd done like he'd given me the herbs the night before, 
and I'd made the potions and then he was going to give me commission when I delivered them to him. Yeah, you yeah, two yeah. had given me your commission like when you'd ordered them. He hadn't. So I toddled off and then I turned around. Unfortunately, he was walking in the same direction because I almost left without payment. I was like, um, actually, I think, you, uh, <laughs> I think you might owe me a couple of crowns. Um, but no, I um, I didn't bother going to the Sentinel Gate on the Saturday because again, I was I was pretty rough. I'd forgotten what I was meant to do that morning. Look, the, the boar's head <laughs> does the real shit. It, yeah, you know what? You want to get drunk, you go to the boar's head. That's that's what we'll say. Yeah, Best no. bar in Anvil. In fact, that was where I was meeting someone first thing, but I'd forgotten about. Uh, so I'd like gone to dawn, dropped off those potions, wandered down Trader's Row a bit and then gone, hang on, I've got a vague feeling someone was going to be meeting me there because I always say, oh, meet me at time in at boar's head. Um, and I got there and someone was waiting for me. Oh, well done. <laughs> but they had just arrived themselves. Yeah, okay. So it was all right. At That's least fine. you remembered. Yeah, exactly. Like right at the last minute. And then uh, Con passed me a big handful of newspapers, which like out of context, I figured out that I was meant to take them down to the academy. I did not remember. <laughs> I was just there like, yes, thank you. And I was like, is this person who I, was I meeting them here? Are they coming with me? I'm really confused right now. Gary, <laughs> still kind of drunk. <laughs> then I just, started, then I just started walking off and they started shouting me by the wrong name, which didn't help. <laughs> so he was, like, was he saying Lupita? No, no, he was saying like somewhat beginning with a H, but it wasn't my name. Maybe it was Henwin because we also met a Henwin the night before. Oh. Uh, and I just turned around, like, after I was like, are you shouting me? He was like, yeah. And I was like, that's not my name. <laughs> um, so that was very confusing, uh, but it was funny. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah. I think this is going to be a very interesting battle description for us, because I think for this first time ever, we weren't recording at E1, so that doesn't count, but this is the first time you were playing and we were monstering, so we have two different battlefield perspectives. Did any of you see me? I did. No, I didn't you see saw your me. ego. I did. I saw you a couple times. What was I doing? Um, you Fighting. were at, you were at the front with the shield doing your shield wall. Fuck yeah! There was a point where like it was when the terrain was starting to get really rough. Mm. Like you after you pushed through to the bridge, it was you had kind of gone around to the left slightly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you were there, and I was over the there was like a little moat. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. over the moat to you, but this was before I'd been handed. A dagger from Jack. Oh, we'll get into that. So, yeah. <laughs> right, so you're yeah. like, I would uh, like to kill him. Yeah, so I'll, I will get into this. So I was like, oh, I really want to come across Tristan because yeah. it'll be sick. But I was very, I was unarmed at this point. So I was like, I'm just going to have to back the fuck off because I know that he's going to murder me. <laughs> Not fully unarmed, surely. No, I was completely unarmed at that point. We had a very easy start to the battle as the EMU because we are the elites. We started off the battle of the cannon fodder, the the people who don't go for EMUs, kind of trying to break up Dawn League, uh, not Dawn and League, all the nations going onto the battlefield that day. For the first half an hour, 20 minutes of the battle, our job was just to stand there, look menacing, and slowly pull back. So for the first half an hour, that's what we did. We just kind of stood there in the stun. So, oh, fuck. They're getting a bit close now. Was this at the bridge? Uh, no, this was before the bridge. Oh, my God. This was like, right, just pull back. Right, what are we doing now? Uh, they're getting closer again. Pull back. We pulled back all the way past that glorious, glorious gate oh. and into the woods and stuck the there for about 15 minutes. The fucking bridge. Jesus. Oh, General is, is bridge. The, is the, bre uh, the bridge the uh, gate? Yeah. It's the, it's the thing we were stuck at for yeah, like the choke half point. an hour. Yeah, so we... 
we had the joke because we were just standing there watching the uh, gate. The gate is the greatest general of the Druge army that has ever existed. We're like, oh, look at that a gate just holding back the empire. I actually think that joke is made every single time the Druge hold that gate because it is the most effective method of getting the Imperials to get fucked. The only time it's got... So we've had like mass repels before, yeah. which is where you get basically it's a ritual you cast before you go in. And you can shout repel in like a cone and it empties the bridge and then you charge in. If you don't have that, you're just there for fucking ages trying to cut your way through. We were like, oh, do you reckon we get to speak to the gate? (gasps) Maybe we can go and touch the gate. Oh, the kids back home will love that, won't they? Yeah, the gate. (laughs) The kids back home. (laughs) So, yeah, that was what we were doing for Brandon. I do remember walking through the gate and just seeing those tortured souls like, (laughs) they're going to have fun with that. I had a lot of fun with tortured souls. So you're, you're, you, before you got there, Claudia, you had a bit of a chaos, didn't you? <laughs> I had left my sword at your camp, Tristan, mm. and uh, my greaves at your camp as well. So I'd put in our, in our group chat on the Book of Faces saying that I needed to come by and get them. And Jack, or Gwyn, had replied back to the message saying that he'd swung, he'll swing by and get them, and then added me in the message saying that he's heading to God to go monstering. So I headed straight to God, expecting to find Jack there with my sword and my greaves, ready for me to get a bit of kit on and go. Could not see him, and it was like everyone had kind of gone through the gate at this point, and I was like, well, there's no weapons I can borrow. Like, what do I do? So I got put with all, like, the physics and all, all the... um artisans and things just saying like just stick with them if you find your friend out on the field then you can get the weapon but just stick with them and do this and i was like well, i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing and then about halfway through the battle some random person in a mask comes up and gives me <laughs> comes up and gives me a short sword <laughs> it gives me a dagger i was like thank god like finally i've got some kind of weapon i was like how did this guy know i need a weapon do i really look that lost <laughs> i was like do i honestly look like do I have that murderous look on my face do they know face. yeah so i was like thank you so much i was like how do i give it back to you and they were like oh i'll just wait for you outside i was like oh i probably won't find you i'll leave it at the boar's head thinking great this this person's an absolute lifesaver what a legend love that so i finally had a weapon yeah but this was after i'd seen you that's a shame Oh, it really was. A sh- but honestly, it was only about five you, minutes if you, after. If you weren't wearing a mask, I'm, I'm upset I didn't see you. <laughs> yeah, but we weren't that far. But honestly, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. at one point we were about this far away from each other. Yeah. But you were looking forward and I was to your left. Yeah. And then your company swung round to the left, but I had backed off at that point yeah, because okay. I didn't have a weapon. It's a shame because I probably would have cleaved your leg and then tried to get you back onto the other side because we were trying to save slaves. So I would have like cleaned your leg, dragged you behind the lines. That would have been so cool. (laughs) But um, but yeah, so I finally, I had this one short sword, nothing else. Like, you know, I couldn't really do too much with a short sword anyway. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can do something. But then after I finished monstering, I went straight to the boar's head, left the dagger there and then headed back to camp to like just get a drink, get some food. And then Jack just rolls up and was like, Oh, so sorry I didn't give you a, a dagger earlier. I was like, wait, it was you? And he was like, yeah, who else do you think it was? Yeah, it's funny because as uh, you were coming away from the boar's head, you were saying, yeah, someone's left me a dagger. I've left it at the boar's head. Then like you know, half an hour or something later, Jack comes in and he goes, oh, Chloe's left my dagger here. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why has she so left it? Funny. But it's just because he had a, he had an orc mask on, so I didn't see it was him and it didn't sound yeah. like him. And it just didn't occur to me. And then... After having this conversation with him, he was like, oh, I did wonder why you didn't have your sword. Why you didn't have your sword. 
He was like, and I said the whole confusion. I was like, well, I thought you said you'd got it. And then that's when I opened the message and read it and read that it was in reply to another message. And oh, I was like, right, hell. so this is just a massive miscommunication that just... But you got, oh, you got a weapon in the end anyway. I d- yeah. Did you get to do anything with your dagger? Not really, because... I you was were very like, squishy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I did, I did uh, heal someone's leg, which nice. is cool. Yeah. Because obviously when Monster and you, because and, I was put in like the physics and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, they said, you know, you've got these skills. Yeah. You can do this, so, you can do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I healed someone's leg. That was really cool. I had no idea what to do. It was the most awkward role play of my life. Yeah. So I just held my little leaf necklace and just karate chopped the girl's leg about four <laughs> different times. <laughs> oh, your like, leg's broken. And then told her to bite down on a stick that I literally just found. I've been... God bless her. Like she actually put the stick in her mouth oh, and bit down with that. it. Well, that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, okay, <laughs> like fair enough. But yeah, she bit down with the stick. I karate chopped her leg a couple of times. I was like, hey, get up, get back out there. I was like, oh, sounds like very Navari healing. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like very Druze healing. To be yeah, fair, you're on, yeah. you're on the money. I was like, um, no idea. It was pretty funny, but yeah, I did see Tristan. I was trying to look out for. Nietzsche, but I didn't see, see I thought Nietzsche. I waved at you, but it must have been a lookalike. I was like, oh. Well, it could have been, and I just maybe might not have paid attention. Oh, I stood with some jackdaws that were dead. Ah, oh, fair enough. Because where, where we were told to hold was like right in the corner of the field, and they were like, oh, is this respawn? We were like, no. They were stood there for a good five <laughs> minutes before they were like, are you dead? We were like, no, we're just here waiting. They were like, big oh, we're life. looking for respawn. <laughs> That's not here. Yeah. We're just we're just chilling. Yeah, but it was such a jackdaw thing because it just took them a while. They were like, "Wait, is this respawn?" We're like, "No." Oh, oh damn! It was very funny. My lovelies. Not. Yeah, I was glad when that you finally breached the bridge and we finally got to do something. I finally got empowered oh. for once, which was great. But what does that empower let you do? I believe it lets you do a hero call or one of your hero calls for free. So basically, it's a free ten second cleave i guess a like hero call from my understanding so at one point when the dornish line did finally break through and we finally got to go into action i remember holding the line with my halberd and there was some guy or one of the orcs just empowering me about five times so i like to believe he didn't do all the calls because he couldn't physically do all the calls in time but I did strike down this Dornishman, the only one I could really reach without getting in anyone else's way. Yeah. Struck down five times. He wasn't taking wasn't me, the was calls. It? No, it wasn't Good, you. that's a relief. Uh, but I think he, I, he did the first two, but like the other three or four, nah, he no. didn't do. Which, in a way, I get because it's like, oh, for fuck's no, sake, I'm just going down. I don't. Go down. <laughs> Stay on it the floor. It was frustrating, but it was nice to actually be like, oh my God, I'm getting empowered. Strike down, yeah. strike down, strike down. Oh, no. it, it It is beautiful seeing that Dornish line come at you heavily armed oh. and clanked. Oh, it's glorious. Because we, so my, my morning was very much like making breakfast up to the very last fucking second. And then now I've got like pauldrons and stuff. I need people to help me get armed up, which was quite fun. So I was like arms out, getting people to put my shoulders and uh, uh, um, braces on. Someone putting my uh, van braces, like my um, greaves at the bottom, kind of like getting my arm to put on. I was like, okay, I could get used to this. Yeah. That was pretty much standard battle though afterwards being an orky orc. I, there was one point like running away from like a door in a ship vans when I hear like a hit on my back. I'm like, wait, it's that moment where you computed. 
Wait a second. They shouldn't have caught up to me yet, but I've just been touched. Look around, and like an arch is there. It's like, oh, Polly doesn't protect you from a, a back hit of an arrow. It's like, oh, I know that. Oh, just that. It's like, it was like the most delayed reaction. It's like, appreciate that. Thumbs just up at me. It's very like, delayed reaction of like feeling your back going. <laughs> I, I just love it even when the calls are delayed if the person takes the call oh, and you yeah, take the call yeah, and you yeah. appreciate it I think yeah. it's a great I'm bonding God, people like stop fighting on sorry was that a cleave yeah it was oh cheers mate <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I love it when that happens oh. it's a game it's, it, it's good honesty yeah no it, it's all honesty policy game yeah it? if you're cheating at LARP like what the fuck are you doing yeah. Yeah. like what are you doing yeah who do you think you are uh, other than that it was kind of a standard battle for me a couple of respawns a couple of Stay with me, where you realize, oh my god, there's a line coming at me, but my mask has risen above my <laughs> eyes. So I'm like, oh god, I can't see. What skills do um, Druge have? I've never thought it was a Druge. Depends on your weapon. So, yeah. two weapons, I think it's cleave and extra hero points. Nice. Sword and buckler's cleave. Uh, great weapons in pale, I think. And then yeah, you've okay. obviously got your wizards who are like special characters. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was well, a lot of fun. I know. They said no torturing, but I did, <laughs> I did see one a list. sentence that starts like that. If you guys could see his face right now. I just now, imagine if you, you with your little hands his... pointing your fingers saying, like, I know they said no, <laughs> no torturing, torturing, but... I did see a listener on the floor, uh, Zebediah, one of our good listeners. Uh, Teddy, uh, his partner, Savannah, made the thing, uh, Banner. I was like, he's going to love this. I'm like, Did he die? He didn't die, but he, he was already on the floor. So I was like, oh, Imperial. Looks like your leg hurts. Want me to fix it for you? <laughs> Just hit it with my halberd and oh, then went off giggling. Oh, God. Oh, that's beautiful, though. Someone said, no torturing. It's only a little bit of torture. Oh, it's only a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I just thought, you know what? Just got a cheeky little bit of torture. Uh, just, just a little bit. Just a, here's a treat. Just yeah. A like a I did, no more. It's like, there was no mechanical impact. No, no. He I just whacked what? his leg. Yeah. Whacked his leg and run off the way. It was, yeah. it was just mischief. Yeah, because <laughs> they have roving torture units to the Druze. Yeah, so, but yeah. that was pretty much our part. Then it's just like you've lost your squad. Yeah, go respawn. Yeah, come yeah, back yeah, in yeah. again. Cause some havoc. I'm still loving the Hellbird though. I can do so much more poking and damage with it than just a sword and buckler. I, I know. Is it still in here? Yeah, it just sits in your sitting room to gaze lovingly at. Well, where else would it go? That's under your bed. No, no that would just it? stick out under Why my bed. Why would you hide it? Oh, sorry. Oh, do you, you know a wall mount for it? Oh, we do. Dude. We've got now two swords, a buckler and a halberd between all of them. A few flintlock pistols. Right. Yeah, oh, beautiful. Our, LARP, our house is just becoming full of LARP weaponry. Anyway, we've talked about the monstering side. You're gushing to go mm. for a glory charge and tell us what you did. Well, so we did the classic kind of winged lines thing of like not dealing with the main objective. So like a lot of the lances get sent out to kind of hit hard um and kind of yeah you know, like i say glory charges that kind of thing um we were as we were last time we were like a roving exorcist unit so we were accompanied by a uh, a bunch of exorcists uh so the order of the argent lily um i love it so i'm a member of the order of the argent lily which is a priest sect i have no priest skills <laughs> <laughs> uh, thus my title is defender of the order defender Aww. of the order of the argent lily um, so I just go around like making sure they stay alive whilst they exercise tortured cells, which is nice and fun. That's a pretty cool objective, actually. I like that. Yeah, it's nice because it kind of makes us a bit separate, but it also is very tempting when you get there. So like I said, we got all girded up. People got me dressed, which is nice and fun. Uh, and then we went towards the Sentinel Gate. 
uh, queuing for the gate to go through. A lot of people went through before us. Wing lines went through right at the back of Dawn. And then as we kind of got through, the minute we kind of come through the gate, um, you can just hear the screaming as we see like a line of Druze charging like fucking hell at the Imperials that are coming through. Dornish running at them. And every fiber in your, my little Dornish changeling heart was like, chase him, chase him, chase him. And he's like, no, we have to wait. Um, so I'm standing there kind of keeping an eye on everyone. Um, and then we're watching, basically, we're waiting for some fighting to move on so we can press on, basically. Um, so we're kind of keeping an eye on the field. People keep screaming like, get it, we need you online. It's like, no, come more important stuff to do, we'll be with you later. <laughs> um, eventually we move up to that fucking bridge. Um, so we haven't engaged really any orcs i think we temporarily chased some off into the woods because they kept trying to harry us literally that it was like they kept coming over so we chased them off they went further in the woods and then we tropsed through the woods until we got to the gate uh general gate of the druge general gate Uh, (laughs) and then we stood there for 20 whole minutes as like so um did you see the gate when you were monstering so like it's like basically it's like massive pinch point you can probably stand like four abreast at best in there uh, squeeze and it was just like lines of druge and a few tortured souls and a few lines of imperials just kind of going back and forward and back and forward and back like getting squished um which was a bit of a nightmare there was somebody with a fucking was it a clarinet a saxophone. saxophone. Was that a saxophone? saxophone? I saw a saxophone oh, on Sunday. Yeah, there was a saxophone Sunday, someone with a, like, a clarinet. Or it was a clarinet, and they were just yeah. like blowing as hard as they could into the clarinet as like some kind of fucking psychological warfare, just like blowing in really hard, pressing every like button mashing, and then just looking at us as they did it like, from across <laughs> the fucking like gap. It was so funny. It was just, <laughs> and we were like, don't just ignore them, just ignore them. It was like, do you like that, Imperials? Uh, someone shouted jazz is about the notes you don't play so why don't you play less um, <laughs> it was pretty interesting eventually the gate burst so basically there was nothing really that interesting going on until the gate burst oh yeah just just mocking you through the gates like, uh, I will have to say though I hear the first rank of Druge when you got through were all new players and they broke off too early so they went to Break off and come back. Yeah. They fucking just kept running. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. I've, yeah, no, I heard about this. How it's just kind of like a few new players just absolutely shut themselves and kind of... Ruined. It is fucking intimidating. It is, especially it. fucking Dornish. Like, Dornish are loud, clanky, and quick. One of my new jackdaws has said, they're not going uh, normal con, but they thought they'd try monstering for the first time. Yeah. And they were very intimidated by the uh, Dornish charge and proud of them for giving it a go, but it fully grown men all girded oh, up yeah. coming at you. I think it's you. scarier to monster than to fight, though. I think I panic more when I monster, even though I know that uh, there's no consequences. Like, if I die, I die. Yeah. But I think, like, as Neve, I'm like, I, I don't care. I'm ready to fight. But as, a, as like, Druze or whatever, like... I panic. You see, I, to be fair, you didn't have any weapons. Yeah, <laughs> I was also thinking about like last year as well. It's completely the opposite for me because I don't want to lose Nietzsche. I'm like, I can have some fun with. There was one point. It's like, sod it, I'm surrounded. Cannonballed with my halberd into a Dornish like line and just went strike down. Oh, incredible! <laughs> I got taken out quite quickly. After yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Worth it. Though. It was on my own. It's like I can either do some damage now or just run off. Yeah, no, it's literally it's it's. The Dornish charge is really funny because obviously it was like Dornish speeds are very much capped because yeah. your armor is, weighs a ton. 
because the druids like to run towards you, get you to come towards them, and then they pull back, and hopefully you keep following them so then they can surround you. But the it, it was just a lot of kind of like getting a bit too close, then just running off, and then being like, all right, bye then, and then we'd move on. Um, but then we kind of had objective. We had to find tortured souls. We couldn't really see any of them. We'd seen a couple, but we needed to exercise them. We'd had, uh, Lordine had cast uh, Insight on one or two of them, which tells you like what rank they are. And I think they were rank three tortured souls, which means you need three exorcists or like you, you can gain ranks in being good at an exorcism. So like you can solo exercise one if you're powerful enough and stuff like that. Um, Captain Charger was with us and had like um, some stuff that helped him exercise. So he was helping us exercise as well. And then we just started running around exercising tortured souls. I'm um, just picturing a gym montage. Gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it felt like that but what the thing is with them is you don't want to kill them because if you kill them you can't exercise them and if you got in one of the objectives is to try and exercise them as we could so what you need to do is paralyze or cleave their legs but they're always really heavily armored so it's really hard to fucking do that and the druze were being clever and they were putting them amongst themselves so to get to the tortured soul you had to get to the druze so there's quite a few times where we're standing there and they've all a lot of had pole arms so obviously because we're fighting against a league a lot of fucking people had pole arms yeah. And when they were by sword and shield, not being able to get... I mean, you were complaining about this as well. Like, it's like, it's when you've got a sword and shield, and everyone's got pole arms. It's really fucking hard to get anywhere near yeah. them. Um, but we basically did get a few. I had my... Um, Scott was made from you, so I was cleaving like it was nobody's business, like pulling kind of legs out from underneath people. Um, and then we exercised a few. But at one point, I was on kind of full health, and there was one tortured soul that I was like, right, we can get this one. Pushed forward, wrecked house, got it down... And then as I was starting to pull back, I'd taken quite a few hits from Druge and from the Tortured Souls. Pulling back, the ref hands me a little slip of paper. The little slip of paper says, Soul Curse. The world loses colour. Um, you start to hear whispers. You can only see shadows. You can't see details of people anymore. There is a voice in the back of your mind whispering to you to do bad things. So then I was kind of like, basically got this, held it in my hand, and then just started to kind of like pull in a little bit. I kind of look around at people a bit freaked out and start to like pull away from the rest of the winged lions who we usually fight with and as they were moving on they're like Tristan come this way and I just kind of flinched back people start to come towards me I like had my sword out like extended like fuck off get away like and then I think there was a few new players because a lot of people did not know what was going on they were like what's wrong with him what the fuck is going on um, people shouting stuff at me and I'm like I can't hear him I don't know what's going on just kind of like, like freaking out trying to hit people I've been exercised before. Yeah. Usually when I've been exercised, I've been on my back, kind of like, like by the power of the virtues and all this, it's very like, Captain Charge comes up to me, grabs my gorget, which is like, like the metal arm around my neck, pulls me in, <laughs> and just starts like screaming this exorcism about me. Like, say like, you know, really, we were talking about it later on Facebook. Like it was a real fucking highlight. Cause he was like saying, I know who you are. This isn't you. Pull it together. Kind of like this really intense thing. I, I was like, that. just standing there, my sword chill. <gasps> um, oh, it was incredible. And then whew, it's gone. I'm kind of clear. He's like, you better now? I'm like, yeah, he's like, good. <laughs> he pushes me back. <laughs> Let's go. That sounds That's like sick. an awesome role. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Um, and I love, I love, I've been, again, it's really fun to be possessed because it's nice to just kind of like, fr- I really kind of want to be possessed. It's good shit. Yeah. It's good shit. Go face some tortured souls. Um, but yeah, so then we kind of were uh, moving our way around, taking out quite a few tortured souls. At that point, we were, because that's literally what we were doing. We were like dealing with them, moving around, waiting to hear everyone, someone shout tortured souls, and we would like run towards them. Um, 
the next thing we saw was absolutely incredible. We saw the Hogsgrove Coppice, which are, um, in fact, we've got an episode coming out in a few weeks with uh, two of the members from ILARP who do the Hogsgrove Coppice, and they all have these like, beautiful English longbows. Uh, and we were like marching towards them and like we saw like a bunch of druze running off and like eight of them <laughs> loosed arrows and you just watch it like took out a bunch of druze as they all went down nice. it's awesome to see like to see like you see when you're lapping you see like a few archers here and there but to see like a line of archers just like loose arrows all on awesome it was so good to see um gave them a little cheer um then, yeah, that was, again, mostly my fault. Lodine got possessed at one point. Oh, did she? Yeah, she did, but I saw a charge uh, exercising her. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other notable moments. Um, we were looking for the Dornish traitor. That was the objective. Did you so, find the Dornish traitor? I don't know how the battle went, to be honest. Yeah, you never do as you move. I've heard patches. So, like, the objective was to kill an orc general called Grubfeast. Um, who did really horrible things to earn that name. And you can go look on the Winds of War or Winds of Fortune if you want to find out. And there was a Dornish traitor who'd been betraying us to the Druze. Um, and we were looking Dawn. for these people, basically. Uh, it wasn't... A, don't you dare. <laughs> They'd been kidnapped and they had been um, tortured. And obviously they were like, right, this is easier for me and those I love to betray the, the Dornish. Yeah. Out of character. Kind of get that. In character, what a bastard needs to die. Um... <laughs> But yeah, we managed to get them. We had some pretty, we had some really pretty cool encounters with fighting Druze, taking them out. Um, and then, as we were kind of leaving, there was a few slaves trying to run back to the Druze because they were scared of the Imperials. And there was a few arguments about the methods used to, to stop them running away. I always say, who said what? But somebody cleaved someone's legs from underneath them as they were lying there crying. Someone came up to us, was like, "You got any beggars?" There was basically there was, a, there was like I don't know where they were from, but someone else being like, "What do you think you're doing? They're a slave. How dare you?" And it's like, "Well, they've not run away, have they?" And then someone comes up to us. It's like, any of you got any beggars lie? And we're like, no, why? He goes, if you pour it in their eyes, you can't see anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the point? (laughs) It was so funny. Because we have these in death chat. What we do was rise like, well, just blind her. She can't run away then. (laughs) Really fucking She could run away, but just straight into a tree. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then as we walked back, um, the marchers lined up side by side with their weapons in the air for like a little tunnel for us to walk oh, through. Oh, that's cool. Because honestly, the Dornish and the Marchers, as much as we are, have... You strong, are so sibling. As much as we have strong feelings for our cousins, um, we fight really well together. Yeah. Like, really well. Uh, and it's such a shame we don't get to do it more often. Um, like, the way we fight complements stuff really well. Um, but we got back through the Sentinel Gate. I survived. No one from the Winged Lions died. Uh, we got out the other side. I think Dawn only had like two or three casualties, which is compared to last 40, time. 40, was it last time? Yeah, it was horrendous last time. Although I have found that Dawn's success to death ratio is actually pretty good Ooh. compared to most Imperial Nations. Like we get a lot of success. We succeed a lot compared to how many we lose, apparently, which I was like, okay, I'm... Second to the league, apparently. Yeah, league. Uh, the league is the most consistent for achieving its objectives. Navarre and Dawn are like equal second. Um, nice. Uh, and then so on and so forth. Ooh, um, take so, national pride, even though I was going to say the fall. three nations represented here. I feel yeah. like we can be yeah. brilliant. Pat on the back. Well done, <laughs> everyone. Nothing we are. to do with me, but sure, I'll pat myself on the back. That's fine. Uh, uh, but yeah, came through the Sentinel Gate, and that was... Um, Really good fun battle. Absolutely. I managed to keep Actually, my hands. You know what? Those are the three nations I provide potions for. So yeah, pat on the back. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well done. Navarre are sixty percent of the group. So yeah, that is true. They're creeping in like weeds. Yeah, I was gonna say, stay back, <laughs> stay back. 
You'll never take Dornish, Dornish till we I die. We don't need another Navari podcast out there. Dornish till I die, then I'll be in Navari. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> We're going Varushka, aren't we? Varushka. You'll be oh. a jackdaw. Sorry, I'm going to change nation every year, so... It doesn't, it doesn't matter what nation. Make, you'll make your way around, <laughs> yeah. Make around. I'm going to make my way around the nations and the lineages. Um, yeah, beautiful. One, one of each, each year. <laughs> I think that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a expensive in terms of kit, but that's fine. Yeah. You know, no, I reckon I quite like Highland. Highland should stick around for yeah, a Yeah, it's moment. fair. I do like Highland. So, yeah, go back from battle through the Central Gate, headed back to Dawn. Um, I can't remember what I did after that. I, bu- I bumped into Carrie and she gave me my wallet so I could get a hot dog before yeah. everyone got back. No, yeah, well... Well, you know what? Let's rewind back time. Because I saw you and then specifically but I was doing something else at the time. But yeah, let's rewind back. When I got to the, the boar's head on the morning and I was very confused and I didn't know what was going on, um, I eventually figured out that it was um, the person who was waiting for me was uh, Pepe the squirrel and the person he travels with. Uh, and they were coming with me to the academy to speak about his citizenship test, which he didn't do this summer. But instead, she was handing out badges uh, in support of Pepe the Squirrel. Did you not get a badge? No, I didn't get a badge. What were they? Um, they literally just say um, Pepe the Squirrel or something. I'll, to, I'll show you. Um, but she's giving them out because at six o'clock on Friday, the next event, she's gathering support for people to stand outside the academy um, in support of Pepe doing a citizenship test. Um, so she went to go and speak to the academy about that. I spoke to someone at the academy about arranging an interview with one of the academy cadets like I did last summit. Um, so I planned to interview one of them on the Sunday. Um, and they said that if you come back at a certain time, then that'd be fine. And then we sort of loitered around for a bit. Um, the person I was with was discussing with me about voting for the thimble, um, which is a boar seat in Navarre. So I did my first ever vote in um, Anvil, but that was a little bit later. And for lunch, I got a questionable decision sandwich. <laughs> How was it? I keep promising him I'll go to and never get the time to go to well, questionable decisions. Due to my dietary requirements, I couldn't roll for my sandwich because obviously most of it's non-vegan. But um, basically, he let me choose my sandwich because you pay a little bit more. You get the wisdom sandwich. We get to choose your fillings. But he let me roll the dice anyway to see what I would have got. And what I would have got was cheese, kiwi, crisps, and reggae, reggae sauce. Oh, Interesting. I would have eaten that. I would, I would smash that. I would have eaten that. Um, but what pass. type of cheese? What type of cheese? Cheddar. Yeah, that would yeah. go nasty with kiwi. Mm. Oh. I would I would have tried it. I, I would have probably enjoyed that. Um, but I ended up having lettuce, cucumber, sweet chili, and crisps, which was also quite nice. Mm. Um, when I gathered that whilst waiting for um, to go with a group of mages from Navarre I went to go and watch their, them do a ritual and so I brought this sandwich with me and I just felt very messy you know, on the sidelines <laughs> Chris falling out lettuce falling out everywhere just like that's, that's yes I'm coming to watch sandwich to eat no it's not <laughs> um, but whilst waiting outside of the Reggio for um, this ritual to start I then spotted Nietzsche um, coming out of the monstering area and I was just like hang on I've got his money <laughs> go go get him what? so I walked sort of like <laughs> parallel with him <laughs> down like the other side of the hedgerows um, and then I came out and I was like here you go just like oh good I need some food and I was like there you go right, bugger off now see you later and then like skittered back off to the Reggio it was my shortest sausage quest because she gave it right outside the hot dog stand it's like yay yes. quick oh. sausage quest I was keeping a bit of pork in before time in. Yeah. <laughs> I remember what I did actually right I came to Sentinel Gate because I was yeah. absolutely exhausted. Came out of Sentinel Gate, I saw, uh, uh, saw my troubadour and then we were just chatting for a bit. I was like, I hope you don't mind if I just lie down. 
And then I lay down on the ground right outside the central gate and I put my flower crown on my chest so it didn't get crumpled. And as I was lying there, I said, please tell people I'm not dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just lied there with flowers on my chest. At one point, one of my listeners came over, the one with the, the parasol, oh, leaned yes. down, they were like, Obi. are you dead? I was like, no, I'm just very tired. <laughs> um, and then was like, hmm, I've made a bold decision here to lie down. Next to the hospital tent. In full armour. Oh, flat how do you on get my back. How oh. I get? And I was like, this is even more, even worse than like the idea <laughs> of like, oh my God. So I did, I was kind of like, one, two, three, managed to get up and then kind of ambled back to camp. Um, on a scale then, of one to knackered, how broken were you? Considering over the course of the next three or four hours, I was in three more major fights. Ooh. Clearly not that tight. Can't get enough of the combat, Cle- can clearly you? Clearly should have worked a little harder. It was really nice. It was a good battle. It was a good way to start things off again. I survived. Everyone survived. Just out of the corner of my eye, Chloe's getting <laughs> really excited because she's seen a cat out the window. <laughs> just really excited. <laughs> just like looking at Chloe, just like a little fist up, like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> 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 uh, Oh, this, is, this, is a real specific, this is a real specific deep cut. This is for the D&D fans out there. This is for D&D. If you open the monster manual, there's a picture of the Kuatoa in there. And that Kuatoa has got his little fist in front of him. His mouth open. He's going, yeah! That's what Chloe's currently doing just out the corner of my eye. I can't change who I am, okay? <laughs> I, like I see cat. I get excited. I don't know what you want me to say. You can't talk. That's your lap face. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> before time ends, I'm like, yeah! You look like driving the van down there. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> Whilst driving, which is concerning. <laughs> well, we should constantly try to get you to brake check. <laughs> you said you would. <laughs> oh, Christ. Was that the battle that you lost your... No, I still had my answers at this point, which is amazing. I always lose my answers. I've decided I'm going to buy another set for this next event, hopefully find my ones in Lost Property so I have a backup pair. Yeah. Um, And then I need to find a way to stick them down because when people are going for fucking headshots, you're going to lose stuff. So So what are they attached on with? Uh, Just a headband. Okay. Is the Um, headband just not very strong? It's all right. It's usually all right because it's kind of, I like push my flower crown around it. But it just literally can't, obviously, can't survive a smack around the face. Yeah. Um, and somebody delivered a pretty horrible smack around the face at one point. You always take at least one big punch around oh, the face, yeah. don't you? Yeah, doesn't it? I was kind of hoping that I'd be able to go back and find my antlers. But yeah, that was. I st- anyway, this was like I survived a major battle with my antlers, which I was pretty... Cl- I didn't come off once, so I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was the, the big old battle. Then, like I say, I had some lunch and I had a bit of downtime before. Yeah, basically, and just had some nice sits and chats with people, which was really nice. So kind of got to have like time to decompress at the do-like camp. People kind of coming and going, talking about adventures, having a bit of a snack um, before anything major happened. Just kind of soft plot, nice stuff. Nice. I went for a meeting with the Reapers. A meeting? The a meeting. Tom, really? Yes. Wow. We were meant to go and discuss the... Uh, building of buildings in Sotato for the big competition that's happening this year. The person who organised it did not show up, but it did get me another meeting with uh, the leader of the Crimson Reapers, who I I really like as a character. Yeah, He's a lot okay. of fun. You think Nietzsche seems sleazy? He seems sleazy and dangerous, which <laughs> I really, really like. Oh, see, he seems like a really nice guy as well. <laughs> so it was fun playing with, uh, role playing with him. Uh, 
So, so the guy didn't turn up, but we did discuss about building some buildings. The idea of building a giant statue with the Reaper into Soto did come up. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't... The jackdaws aren't nearly rich enough or powerful enough to get into the building game. Again, yet, a statue of Nikomo Van Dyer flipping off the other side of the city on your side of the city would be perfect. That is the dream. Just which... draw it on cardboard, like a cardboard cutout, and it's a, it's a poor man statue. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a jackdaw statue. <laughs> just have that mounted on the side of your tent. <laughs> it would be beautiful. But incidentally, uh, Jean or Jean uh, from the Crimson Reaper General also did give us a couple of gifts to help the block. Now, we were in the block, so we accepted these gifts, but we got given... <laughs> Hang on, did you give them to the block or did you give them for yourself? We are fighting with the block, so... I love that. <laughs> we are representing the block at the time, so we... <laughs> so we got given a two-handed weapon, which I think caused impale... Sadly, I couldn't use it because Hellbirds don't get don't impaled, do which I still really gutted at, but would probably be OP. You can get magical items which will turn a pole arm into I think that'd be quite expensive. They are. It would be yeah. mega powerful. Yeah, yeah. I've been impaled by a Hellbird. Are you saying they can't do that? Uh, no, they can't. Spears can. No, Spears can't. So they can't. So great swords and Dane axes can. Um, but Spears with... Ma- uh, Helbert with magical ribbons. Yeah, some can. some can. Oh, okay. But basically, um, there's like a very specific type of weapon that can do impale. Then most weapons can do cleave, and then the size of weapon that Tom's got can do strike down. We got given some heavy armor as well, which was very nice. Oh, by whom? Oh, oh, the Reapers. The Reapers again. But turns out the last laugh about that is it was already bonded to one of the Reapers and they hadn't unbonded it. Doesn't matter. No, apparently taking it to God, it does matter. They won't, you have to get it unbonded. But what if you loot someone? I don't know, really. The you could have got the mage to cast break. Like, I don't know. Listeners right in. Could they have done that? <laughs> could they have done that? Uh, either way, I didn't need it because I already got donated some uh, armor from a lovely friend, Antonio, from another guild. What armor? Heavy armor. Just gives me an event extra hits and lasts till autumn next. Uh, Decent. Autumn. So that's like two more events. Yeah, which, with an extra hit point, pretty damn good. Yeah, 100%. But that was meeting number one. Always lovely to uh, RP with the Reapers. And they did tell me, oh, see, they want to bounce back a bit more with the Jackdaw and get some really good gameplay going, which I am all there for, to be honest. Nice. It seems like the biggest mercenary company in the league is look kind of semi-looking after in a big brother way. The, the other big, but the, you're significantly younger. The little jackdaws. Little jackdaws. I can see if we took deals and whatnot, it could go very badly, but that's all the fun of messing with the Reapers, I think. I feel like you're giving the Reapers a reputation. I think they seem very nice and neat, nice and generous oh, they'll, to me. they're fucking lovely. Very generous. <laughs> yeah, after that I had to... I think I had about 15 minutes before I had to go to another meeting. <laughs> Fuck's sake. What time was this? Uh, what time was this? I think this was about two o'clock, half okay. two. So, yeah, meeting, meeting, meeting. This one was just discussing some business with some other guilds in the league, kind of seeing what resources we have, and just having a general discussion with what's going on within the Empire. Grace came by with a basket full of brownies, and I've never seen a basket full of brownies go. Everyone at that meeting bought a brownie for five rings. It was great to see. But Did you... I- 
No, no, I didn't. No, of course you didn't. Cheapskate <laughs> Nietzsche. Of course he didn't. Yeah, no. It, Nietzsche looks at his bag of his bag of thrones and he's like, no, I don't have enough money, love. Sorry. <laughs> I, I had no change. <laughs> They're only thrown pieces in here, love. Um, uh, but incidentally, Con was also walking past in this meeting and just handed me a vial of alcohol. Of course he did. Incredible. And the, what a bloke. The other member's yeah. like, is that normal for you? It's Con, he loves me. Incredible. Uh, but at that meeting, I also realised Amble is highly oversaturated for flapjack supplies. Sat down, we had four different people coming off of the group flapjack. Incredible. It is crazy. Selling food is a good way to make money, Empire. It is. A, I'm just a terrible cook and I don't have the time to really invest in walking around selling things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how Jack, all the other jackdaws are going to become rich. Your, your time's too important, clearly. Yeah. Just take things to your meetings with you, clearly. <laughs> Time at Anvil is the most expensive and valuable thing. Anyway, what about you guys? Anything more for you guys as we go along? So, yeah, while I was um, shadowing the rituals with that uh, Navari group, there was also another Navari who I believe it was his first time at Anvil shadowing. So I was chatting with him a little bit and we got to talk to some of the more experienced majors about how everything works. So even like we had a little OC chat about like how the actual skill works because... I'd never looked into it before. I hadn't even thought of, like, really thought about this until the event, until it came up with an opportunity. Like, oh, I'm going to go do a ritual. I was like, can I come see? <laughs> like, being a reporter, fully enough, just means that you can stick your nose in everywhere. It's great. Um, so that was quite interesting. And then after that, we went to go and vote for the the thimble at the boss seat, um, which was interesting. That was my first time exercising my political rights at Anvil because I have a herb garden in Navarre, and apparently that makes me important enough to vote. Which is great. Oh, you actually remember to vote? I never did. Oh, only because someone was there um, saying that I should vote for someone else. And then I went to go speak to them and they made a good point. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's fine. I'll vote for you. Um, and then I found my favorite food at Anvil, which I've already pre-ordered for the next event today. Um, they sell sausage rolls in Navarre. Um, and they sell vegan ones as well. And I got one because it was literally the last vegan sausage roll that they had in stock because they usually just do it via pre-orders, but I think they'd make a couple extra. Um, and I was just sat there like, this is amazing. And the poor woman behind the bar, um, behind the store was just like, mm -hmm, yep. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. She's like, just desperate for a week. I've been waiting for ages for someone to come cover me, bless her. Um, but I'm just there like, this is the best fucking sausage roll I've ever had. <laughs> Single tear rolls down face. <laughs> I've pre-ordered two for the next event already. And anyway, then I ended up like, obviously back at the boar's head and some guy came around and he was looking for someone in Navarre. Um, and I didn't recognize the name, but then he mentioned Pepe the Squirrel. And I said, oh, do you mean this person who's my contact? And he was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, well, I'll take you to her anyway. And she might know who you're talking about. So we went, um, we found her. Then she took us to the stall um, where I got the sausage rolls, funnily enough. Yeah. It was the same group that, you know, Pepe is in. Um, and we stood there waiting, like, at the, like the back of this queue for a little bit. And then eventually, like, this, this the... Pepe's handle that I was with she shouted over oh do you know this person and then this person was sat on the bench next to us and she was like what you mean me also it's someone we know out of Anvil <laughs> and I just didn't know their name in Anvil I've never met them in character before it turns out she was on the bench right next to us funnily enough we just hadn't seen her because there was like someone in between us um and then another person comes over and it's that person that I was talking to, the new mage. And he was, oh yeah, this is the person I was trying to get you to find pointing at me. And I was like, but really who we need to speak to is them because he wanted to speak about Pepe the Skrill. It had all gotten very convoluted oh. and it was a big wild goose chase where I'd taken him to the person that he needed to speak to in the first place. And the reason he'd gone asking at the boss head was because someone had told him to find me there. <laughs> 
Um, and you know what? We all got there eventually. But what he wanted to talk about was the fact that Pepe the squirrel may be heretical or illegal. <laughs> and like if he becomes a citizen like an that. An illegal squirrel. Yeah, an illegal squirrel. And how um, it could be a really bad thing <laughs> if they if they let him become a citizen and how that's you know, I'd say heretical Maybe, or illegal. It'll be, yeah, it won't be heretical. Well, he couldn't quite decide which one to settle on. I mean, he just said either way, like it would not, you know, it would not fly because yeah. there are, you know, orcs in but, different territories that aren't imperial orcs that can't pass their citizenship test because they don't believe in the same afterlife as in Oh, the yeah, way, of course. Yeah, he doesn't believe in the way of virtue. Yeah, if, oh, a squirrel can't, like, if a squirrel can't talk for himself because he talks through her, obviously, because <laughs> he's a toy squirrel, I would say. Um, not if anyone was surprised at that. Is Icy here a toy squirrel? Or is Icy uh, here a real squirrel? I think Icy is a real squirrel. Okay. I believe. I mean, he, Puppets are a weird... It, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. But either way, he talks through someone. So they were saying how if he can't answer the questions by himself with his own voice, then if he were to pass the citizenship test, then that would be heretical or illegal or whatever. Like, it would not fit in with the way. Um, and that was a really interesting conversation. <laughs> only at Anvil. Only at Anvil. I'm like, they're like having this really oh, I, deep philosophical I had so many story. philosophical conversations this week about a fictional religion and the nature yeah. of glory. Yeah. Incredible. I've still kind of kept away from religious game as much as you possible. You shouldn't. It's so much. I really do enjoy justifying my opinions with the way of virtue. It's so much. I like, it's, it's like a part of the game which I haven't really interacted with. The more I interact with it, the more I'm like, maybe Tristan will be a priest. Like maybe, yeah. maybe so. I mean, that is kind of where I seem going eventually. Anyway, thirty seem... years time when you're fifty five and ready to settle maybe in down. a year or two. I, think I, I do want to dabble into the religious game a bit, but I think if when I do eventually decide to retire, Highland and go for another character, I might go for try a priest for a religious game. Because yeah, I was, I wasn't sure whether I wanted to dabble in religion or magic, and clearly I've. I've lent one way or the other, like just let the wind take me. Oh where, yeah, no, but I think going. that's the best way because it's like I very much, me and Tom went for the same thing. We made our characters beat of like, stick, beat yeah, stick. we were like right, martial characters, survive the fight, see how we go. And then the more yeah. I build my character, the more I'm like, cool. So definitely, um, maybe we'll wander more towards towards priestdom because like magic still doesn't yeah. really interest me. I like dealing with Eternals, but I don't really care about doing the rituals. doing the rituals and stuff at the minute or Tristan doesn't at least I would yeah. be quite interested but the minute Tristan doesn't but very much like the way is like becoming more and more important as I think right so it'd be fun to kind of like dabble with that a little bit as I go on because eventually know. you run out of skills you know what I mean? Well, yeah, exactly. Just keep pumping up that fortitude. Yeah. you got to pump think, it up. I think I put all my points into alchemy thinking I can sell the potions and that'll be my money-making game. But as we've just discussed, money-making is really when you go and sell cake or yeah. other food or, you know, newspapers. Like, you don't have to have skill in Anvil to make money. You just have to have a product to sell, really. Or be a yeah. child. Or be yeah, a child yeah, yeah, and yeah. get someone else to provide you with product to sell. I'm going to be selling um, stuff at the next event. Yeah. I need to raise money for something. But. What about you two? Get up to anything a bit later on after the battle? We chilled at the tent for a little bit. Yeah. Had some lunch. And oh, then... yeah, we had a lovely nap. Yeah. Was it a rigid nap? It wasn't a rigid nap. Oh. Luckily, like Chloe this... was there, so I could had someone to take my armour off and had a lovely I nap. I really, really wonder where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me Chloe too. was there, so I didn't have to just sleep rigid, which was nice. <laughs> but no, I it's take your armour off, are you for <laughs> But, um, <laughs> we had a yeah, a lovely sleep and then headed so now at this point the hangover is pretty much gone. So headed down to the jack doors to see what, what the crack was. Again, as I say, we were taking this last There's always break. crack at the jack doors. <laughs> oh. I mean bite. <laughs> Did you nah, just admit no to bite. taking IC drugs? 
Is that what the jackdaws are? are they no, we actually have very little game with IC drugs, to be honest. Okay. So far. I bet you any money, after you come back from fighting Vyag, you're all kind of a bit of bite in your packs. Oh, I would love I that. I really think that will happen. Because Vyag's like a bite guy, isn't he? Yeah, they're all like Yeah, I reckon you'll get a bit of bite in your pack. You should become like the Heisenberg of What Empire. do you do with bite? Take it's it or sell fantasy it. cocaine. No, no, but what do you do? Like, like if, do you, if you were legally yeah. trying to handle it, like, like what would your character morally do with bite? Would they turn it into? Turn it into militia. Depends on your character. Yeah, yeah no, that's militia. what I'm saying. But what morally, what should you do with bite? Give, <laughs> give it to the kids at the academy. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> They'll turn, learn quicker. Turn it into the militia. Turn it into the realistically, militia, right. or you take it and not tell anyone. <laughs> not tell anyone, or you sell it and really don't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we headed down to Nietzsche's drug cartel. And, There's uh, no drugs there yet. Only yes. good times. It's the crack doors. <laughs> the crack doors. The crack doors. And uh, saw Highland, and you said, would you like to see some smut? So I was like, yeah, I've never seen any smut before. Let's let's check this out and see what, what the crack is. And um, bite. what the bite is. And after reading through and seeing these pictures, I was like, that looks a lot like oily yeah like that looks un- got, uncannily like oily and you're like one well, of our listeners the one who provided us with an award also bumped into me and sold me yeah. a calendar of himself in character it's was, fabulous it's glorious it is next to the um did someone award. say glory Sorry. Glory, glory, <laughs> glory, glory. <laughs> i've put it up next to the tarp award yeah we're all gazing at you now oily it's, uh, <laughs> it's beautiful look but, at um, those oiled up abs <laughs> i read it and i just thought this is this is akin to to flashing but i thought no because he sold it so this is akin to saying to someone Brazzers. give me a few quid and i'll flash you <laughs> <laughs> um, no it's just only fans yeah <laughs> that's yeah, all it is <laughs> it's, o- it's oily fans <laughs> it's a booklet so it's only flaps <laughs> oh, you ruined yeah. it <laughs> but it's made me think that we should create some some laps and tap smoke yeah. Comment that, down uh, below. Find out in play. Let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> I see plans. Comment down below, view, uh, listeners, if you want Lars and Tarps. Who would you like to see explicit on the field? Answer the poll down below. <laughs> Answer the poll down below. Whose poll below would you like to see? Oh. <laughs> this is a real. After after dark, isn't it? Jesus. It's well, in the gone studio. It is after it's nine like pm. We we have yeah. earned our explicit rating this week, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> LARPing beneath the tops. <laughs> that peel comes smack us, careful. Yeah. Um what did we do after that, darling? Uh, one thing you did, Kerry. Yeah. Is you went to the first Jackdaw play. I did. I did not have time to go and see my beautiful flock perform because I was at a meeting. I had. I didn't. I wasn't sure what the time was, but I just. Lo- uh, I saw them all gather around the theatre vaguely at the time. I thought it was. And Grace was like, "You go on, go on in." And I was like, "How much is it?" She goes, "No, nah, just go in." So I went to the Jackdaws and I just batted my eyes like, "Can I come in, please?" <laughs> and they let me in for free. And I'm like, "Perks, this is why she gets away with selling me potions real cheap because I get away with participating in Jackdaw shit for free." <laughs> And honestly, I absolutely loved the play. It was so good. Can you give a basic premise? Because I didn't get to see it. This was over a week ago now. Um, But they were playing um, Free Briars and they were on a boat. And I don't know, there was lots of like um, chaotic stuff going on. From what I saw at the back, it looked like a very funny play, especially the boat scene. Like, was a passing by. And then I like one of, like, that was the standout bit when they got. First of all, when they all got down to like row and they got audience participation up and the Kikabeo who runs the, the um, theatre even got up and did a very raunchy row, shall we say. 
Um, and then also when they were sword fighting whilst reading from scripts and someone lost their place in the script. And it was funny because like the whole play had been very much that like, you know, where it's it looks like it's going wrong, but it's on purpose and it's funny. Or like, you know, everything's like, you know, a bit, bit comedy, a bit paradigal. But you can see that this is a genuine sort of like shit I've lost my place. And it took him a little bit longer than he'd probably have liked to find it again. But it was just funny. It all it fit in with the theme of everything. And it was so good. And it was really well written. The characters were really funny as well. Uh, I just went up to them after and was like, oh gosh, you guys are so great. And oh, it was it was lovely to see them. It looked like the theatre had completely sold out. So I was so proud. Yeah. No, yeah, literally with people standing down the aisles and everything. I felt really guilty for not paying to see it, actually, <laughs> at the end. But not, that's fine. Not going to lie, when I asked Will to set up a summer summer coven for me, I had no idea it was going to turn into such a fantastic theatre troupe mm. who have managed to do so much over this weekend, over, uh, do so much gameplay over this weekend. I couldn't be more proud. Uh, like, my excuse now is we are not just a mercenary company. We have a theatre company to advertise how good our theatre company is. And because OC Grace brings all the theatre stuff down and has a fantastic tent, sets up. My in-canon lore is now Nietzsche has forgone the military budget and now advertises the Jackdaw skills and play. We don't have to prove a good fighting on the battlefield. We just need to convince them that we're good at fighting through performances. Hence, all the Jackdaw budget has now gone to the theatre. Is that not false advertising? Is that not illegal? Not in the Empire. There's no law against it. Yeah, it's not legal in the Empire. Embezzlement's legal. Remember that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I see. Can't remember the plot entirely. I just remember absolutely loving it. Like, I'm sorry um, to the (laughs) IC and OC writer um, that I can't remember his plot. Ah. Yeah. Martin has many more scripts to come. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm looking I will, forward I will to watch bringing them, them all to Anvil. And I will sing his praises, you know, every day at Anvil and, you know, on the podcast. Yeah. I like, definitely go see one if you can. When I set up the Jack Doors last year, Refree, I did not envision it to have a whole theatre department. This is fucking great. I'm loving no, it. No, I love it because I've been meaning to go to the theatre. Every time we've been at Anvil, I've been like, I need to go check out the theatre. And every time I've not. Even that one time we almost saw the Cocktopus and we literally got the last two minutes of it because it was happening behind us the whole time. Um, you know, I've just been wanting to go to the theatre, and finally, not only did I get to go to the theatre, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was the Jackdaws, and they were brilliant. Ooh, 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 league, league, league. Yeah. And then um, soon after, they told us that there was going to be a bit of a port and cheese meet at the Jackdaw camp. But ooh, first, That we was went... about six o'clock. Yeah, well, first we went on a smut hunt uh, and to find some little toy frogs, because one of the Jackdaws wanted to take one home for his partner. And they'd heard there were some in in the marches. Couldn't find the ones in the marches. But I knew that same stall that I keep going back to in Navarre had some. So we went there and got some um, before coming back for the port. Oh, actually, no, while we were there, they did a rabbit race, uh, like a little gambling thing where they like turned over a card. And depending on what color of the card was, they moved the rabbit along. Mm. Um, So we got to bet on that. I lost. None none of us won. The house always wins. How much do you lose? Oh, I only paid like five rings Ah, to to, um, play. And I think mine was called Navari Knife Fight, my rabbit. And then it was something, whatever the name of the rabbit was, it implied that the rabbit was fat, is the one that won. <laughs> so, the house always be. wins, it was rigged. Yep, definitely, definitely. Um, but we they, they were, did go on for a couple more rounds, but at that point it was like, no, we're already late for port and cheese, sorry, got to go. <laughs> Very important things at the Jackdaw <laughs> camp. <laughs> did you guys come over for port and cheese, or what were you doing at this we point? We kind of caught the end of... The cheese is that when I showed you the smot? 
you... no no we, we saw the smut before but mm, it was we like... we came over towards the end of the smut reading oh and yeah because yeah if i'd shown you different smut, then we'd gone on a smut haunt found more smut brought that back for the smut reading joining the point port it, and cheese. Yes. it was a very smutty saturday what about you morgan you want to tell us about your other five thousand skirmishes <laughs> the first thing i did was um black knighting in the night protector tournament so there are four night protector tournaments a year um one for each season and whoever is victorious becomes a night protector of the relevant season uh, so there's one for you know spring, summer, autumn, and winter. This season was winter, and I was black knighting in that. Um, so I had to very quickly get some armor on, get a mask on, get a black tabard on, kind of get all kitted up and go out. Because it started late, I was ready to go. Because I'm very colorful. To make all, all black, it was very difficult to kind of You're very quickly colorful? go colorful? Yeah. No. Shining on the field. Um, had a very interesting fight. It was good. It was really good fun. It was very tense. It's very hard in that glory square. You get pushed into the corner. Um had a really positive interaction, well, a negative interaction, which ended really positively. So I don't know if that player is listening, but I took like a real hard hit to the face from a player, from a weapon that got deflected. And it was really nice. They kind of put the hand up, apologized and said, I'll step out if you want to step out kind of thing. So there was like a real, I really like appreciated that. Cause you know, when you're like getting, it's like, it's not like I had a headache or anything, but you know, when you're like, really it kind of discombobulated. Dis- I was you're not re- expecting it. Yeah, I was really, it was kind of like, you know, I'll step out if you step out. That's absolutely fine. And you know, I was just kind of like put my hand up, like uh, like trying to work out what what to say. But basically, we both stepped out. I don't know if they're listening, but I really appreciate that. Like that was really you didn't have to do that. It was very sporting of you. That's nice. Um, stepped out of that. That sounds particularly glorious. Honorable. I wouldn't say glorious. It was definitely it was definitely out of character. Yeah. Honor. It wasn't like an in character. I think if it was like an in character thing, I wouldn't have cared. But I think they realized that out of character, I'd got fucked but, up yeah. so they were like let's take a step back I wouldn't if it was like an in character thing and I got a hit around the head and I was actually fine like, whatever we carry on yeah. but I was actually just kind of like what? hang on readjusting sorry whoever they're listening I really appreciate that it was really good uh, it was uh, I won't spoil who it was actually because that might come out from another source later but somebody won uh, has become the new night protector of winter um, stepped out um kind of got refreshed uh, and I had like a skirmish in like 15 minutes. <laughs> so I was like, I looked at my supply of potions and I was like, swig, swig. Like I was like, I have a skirmish very soon. I looked at my potions like I could do with these later, but I kind of fucking need them now. <laughs> if you ever need any more potions, yes, I know someone who can help I'll, me. I'll be in yeah. touch. Uh, so I got all my stuff back um, and then ran off to go to my skirmish. Um, but I think we've been going for quite a while so it's probably a good place to wrap up for now mm. uh, okay. and we'll be back next time for part three bye thank you very much for listening if you want to keep in touch don't forget to look for us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram and if you'd like to support the podcast you can find us on Patreon 